Warren Buffett once said, the more you learn, the more you earn. Warren Buffett, one of the wealthiest humans on the planet, is famous for reading more than five hours every day. Bill Gates reads one book per week. Mark Cuban, three hours a day. Oprah, well, she's just obsessed with books. Notice the common theme here? Successful people never stop learning. You're trying to get your freedom. You're trying to learn how to read. You're trying to escape. Uh-uh. It's Saturday and it's 8 a.m., folks. It's that time. Time for the 8 a.m. Blog Talk Book Club. Let's go, folks. It's time to stimulate the mind. Time to hear thought-provoking words. When we read, your imagination improves. You become smarter. It reduces the stress. Yes, that's right. It reduces the stress. Let's go, folks. Okay, good morning, everybody. It's Tony Fleming. This is our 8 a.m. Eastern Saturday morning book club call. We do this call every Saturday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern, and 7 a.m. Central, and 5 a.m. Pacific. Uh, we talk about a particular book. We call it the book of the moment, not the book of the month, because we always go over 30 days. We go to like 60 days sometimes. Like we're rolling up on that now with the book. Uh, and the book that we are currently reading is called The Trick to Money is Having Some by Stuart Weil. The trick to money is having some. It's the updated version for the 21st century. And, um, man, it's an excellent book if you're reading it. It's not excellent if you just bought it and didn't read it. <laughs> but it's a great book if you're actually reading it and highlighting it and, you know, and talking about it and, and thinking about it. And, you know, uh, books can change your life. Uh, are they going to do it overnight? Nope. But it's a process. You got to continually, got to continually read, 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 read. You got to make it a part of your life. You got to be uh, a part of you. You know, read before when you wake up, or read before you go to bed at night, or read in the middle of the day. Whenever you can read, you want to grab the book and read, and you know, read other things also too. Because uh, I mean, it's so much knowledge out here that you can get from books. But the key is applying that knowledge. Once you get it, you have to apply. Now we also have this. Uh, this call recorded, so you can go back and listen to the replay at 712-432-1085, 712-432-1085, same PIN code, which is 783357-POUND. And we also have the book club call loaded on uh, 16 different podcast platforms. You say, well, why would you put it on a podcast platform? Because the call is not a podcast. That's right. But we still can load it on the podcast platform so people have easy access to it, and then as more people can get to it. You know, we own, like, Spotify, Breaker, iTunes, Apple, things of that sort. If you do is put in Tony Fleming and put in Mindset, and it'll come up. And then you'll get, you know, the book club calls on Saturday. you also get our Mindset calls during the week uh, that you can listen to and share. And, you know, repetition is the key. Listen to them over and over at night sometimes or early in the morning, something that you heard. And then, you know, take notes from it and apply it. That's for people who really want to change their life. Now, if you just don't hear just to be on the book club and say I'm a part of book club and you got a few little friends, that's different. But if you're on here to change your life, if you're on the mindset calls during the week to change your life um, financially, you want to, you know, you want to do the repetition thing. You got That's how you learn over and over and over. You got to keep hearing. And you have to be the self-starter 
to make yourself do it. Because the way we learned early in life was our parents made us leave out the house and go to school. <laughs> it wasn't like we really wanted to. You know, after a while you probably did, but, you know, initially, you know, it's like you're going to school. You ain't going to just lay around here. So repetition and the stuff that we heard over and over was, you know, we had to hear it. And then we didn't even think of it as repetition. We just thought of it as being in school. We didn't think about the subliminal things that were being planted in us from the first grade all the way up to the 12th grade, from kindergarten our 12th grade. We didn't think about that. We just thought we were in school. And we heard it over and over and over and over. And so it became a part of our life, and it still is for some people. And that's why we have you read more books. We want you to open up your mind and start thinking about some of the stuff you heard before. Now, once you do that, it's going to be up to you as a self-starter to decide on whether you want to receive or keep using those thoughts that were programmed in us or you move on to some, some more thoughts, another thought, a better thought. You know, things that were taught to us at an early age, we've been using that and it's been in us. We even think that it's not. I hadn't even thought about it because we went on and got, you know, our degrees, and so we hadn't, you know, thought about what's, what was programmed in us at an early age. But it's a lot of things that are there. You're thinking. Your whole oper- the way you operate, which is your paradigm, uh, came from, you know, at a young age. When you, that's when your mind was more fertile, was most fertile. So we're saying pull some of that stuff up, which you will do. If you get on these calls and start reading books, then you're going to have to evaluate that and say, now, why am I thinking this way? If I want to change my life financially, I'm going to have to put that thought down and add a new thought. And that's the goal uh, of what we do here. All right, so let's get started this morning. Um, let's see here. Oh, yeah, if you don't have uh, access to, um, you know, the podcast, which is pretty simple for you to download the app and then go get it, but if, you, if you're not uh, – if you're not technology savvy or you lack skills in that, just text me at 678-644-4541 and say, Tony, send me the podcast link, and I'll send it to you. And send it right to your phone to be there forever, ever, and you can go back and listen to the podcast, and you also can share those, you know, from the mindset call to the book club calls. All right? So this morning, here we go from the book, The Trick to Having Money. I mean, the trick to money is having some, all right? Persistence, persistence and patience are the key to intention. No, let me say that again, because there's one letter that was missing. Persistence and patience are the keys, K-E-Y-S, not the key, are the keys to intention. Hmm. You know, when we we hear the word patience, a lot of us, I know, you know, when I think of patience with people, from what I've seen, you know, in our business, from what I've seen with people in life, uh, patience to most people means just sitting still and not doing anything. And that's not the, you know, you have to continue and, you know, because it says persistence and patience. Now, Patience means, in my opinion, especially when it comes to business, is keep doing the same thing over and over and over, over and over and over, and if it's not working for you or if it's not happening right now, be patient and keep doing it, and it'll happen. 
is not just stop doing anything and be patient and wait for something to happen. No, you have to keep trying to make it happen, keep attempting to make it happen, and be patient for the outcome that you want. So some people might say, well, I've tried this for a year, and, you know, I hadn't gotten the outcome, so I'm just going to stop. That's not being patient. Or some people say, I'm just going to chill out, man, because this, this right here is not really working. So I'm just going to sit still for a while, not going to do anything, and then, you know, something's going to happen because I'm just going to be patient and see what happens. <laughs> you know, doing that is not doing anything. Patience is doing what you're supposed to do over and over and over until it happens for you. But, but for that to work, he says, you have to be able to focus and concentrate on the target. Most people quit before the final payout. Now, you know, this is in the book. He says that. You know, one of my challenges I have with people, and I think a lot of people, it's hard for people. I ain't going to say hard, and I'm not going to say a lot, but there are some people. Some people, it's hard to to hear the message that I give because, again, I'm more of a teacher than a motivator. I'm more of a teacher than a coach. I'm more of a teacher than anything else. So when you teach, at least, at least a good teacher wants you to learn. A good teacher wants you to get it. Now, in the process of teaching, you know, I've seen so many mistakes that people make and so many challenges that they go through and so many things that they that they say they want to do and don't do. And so in the process of teaching, I try to get all those things out. I try to let you know that these things are going to happen. I try to, you know, now, in the process of doing that, it could almost seem negative to most people. So my message sometimes is hard for people to grasp because I'm always throwing up everything that's going to happen because I want you to be prepared and know that these things are going to happen. Because, I, I, you know, somebody could say, well, Tony, it might not happen. Okay, if it doesn't happen, I can promise you, you will be that exception to the rule. I can promise you, you will be that gray area. I can promise you that, you know, if it doesn't happen, it's, you know, it's going to happen for you regardless. I hope you understood that. If it doesn't happen, the things that I say uh, doesn't happen, and you just, you just, you know, cruise right on to success, that was going to happen anyway. So me telling you all the challenges that you're going to have is not going to affect you from, from not going to affect the person that it was going to happen for anyway. But for the person that is not going to happen for like that, and it's the person that's going to go through the challenges that I went through, and I see most people go through, I'm trying to give you that information up front so you will know that these things are going to happen and be prepared for it. And now, like, again, if you hear that from me, it, that message might be hard for a lot of people to receive because, <clears throat> like, again, <clears throat> excuse me, I'm a teacher more than a motivator, more than a coach, more than I want you to get it. And a lot of times, um, you know, when you're teaching, it could seem negative, really. Because, like he said, most people quit before the final payout. Now, I say that a lot because it's the truth. 
And I'm trying to let you know that most people quit before the final payout. Now, to some people, that could be like, Tony, why why you say they're going to quit? Well, I want you to know that. Now, the, the person that that is not going to quit and is just going to cruise right through and everything, you're going to do that regardless of what I say tonight. But, but, but the average person like myself and other people, as you do this, you got to know that, you know, most people quit. So when some people quit, you ought to you ought to say in your mind, Tony said that was gonna happen. Let me keep going. Instead of somebody to say, "Well, Tony spoke that into existence." No, no, I've seen that over the years, and I've seen that the average person, most people do that. So I'm trying to prepare you for stuff like that. You know, I say that a lot because I'm just I'm going through my reality of what's going on. Now, it would be, you know, a lot of people like to hear that uh, you know, when you listen to a motivator, somebody that's really, and I'm not saying anything wrong with that because I listen to motivation. I listen to motivation a lot, motivators. They're, on, with their conversation and talk, it's not really saying a lot of that. It's just telling you you can do it, 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 you know, you know you're the greatest. It tells you all of that. And it's good to hear. It really is. But in, in the line of work that I'm in, <laughs> which is building teams and building people, I don't I don't have the luxury to just motivate, motivate, motivate. Because, see, most of those motivators, they get a check up front. <laughs> they get a check when you come to the event, or they get a check up front, and then when they come motivate, they don't have to worry about whether you're going to continue doing this or not. <laughs> they don't. Honestly, I'm not saying they don't care. I'm sure they do care, but when they leave the event or when they leave the Zoom now and shut down the Zoom, they don't. Have, they don't. They're not checking back with you to say, "Hey, uh, J- Johnny, did you follow through with this person? Did you do that?" They're not doing that. They're on to the next Zoom, or on to the next city, and they're collecting another check. And their goal is to get on stage or get on the Zoom, motivate, motivate, tell you how great you are, tell you what you can do, and all that, and then they move on to the next, and you pay them for that. That ain't my line of work. <laughs> that ain't how I do business over here. My line of work is I got to get you to continue doing something. <laughs> if y'all just were to just cut me a check every week and that's how I got paid, oh, shoot. Man, I, <laughs> I'll tell you the greatest. I don't know if I could do that, though. That's why I'm not a motivator. I don't know because when I know – if I know that most of you all are not going to get it, my whole goal is to try to get you to get it. That's what a teacher does. That's why a teacher, you know, does extra. They stay up late. They they do extra things. They get early. They, you know, like I told you, uh, the professor at um, at my college, Jackson State, he was actually a senator, I think. I don't know if he was a – he did something. He was a politician also. He's a senator or something. But, you know, he was a real teacher, though. Because he spent time with me, uh, with algebra and algebra two, that he didn't have to do. I remember, like I said, I was, every Wednesday and I think Wednesday and Thursday was he gave me, you know, from seven to nine or something at his office. He didn't have to be up on campus at seven o'clock at night and nine. <sighs> but he wanted me to get it, and I knew I I, I saw him. And really, he said to me one time when he first, he said, now, if you don't show up for this, I'm, gonna be, I'm not going to be here. 
So he probably was shocked that I was there every time because <laughs> I had to walk from the men's dorm. Well, at that time I was off campus. But I, when I parked on campus, I had to come um, to the building where he was, which means you walk through this whole plaza where everybody was hanging out outside. <laughs> he probably thought I was going to stop there and party and then don't show up. But I was there, you know. And to me, that's a person who's, you know, they're trying to help you get this thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, so in the process of me doing this, I'm trying to get out all the stuff that you're going to have, you're going to have to deal with, uh, really, if you're going to win. So when you listen to me and it, and it sounds that way, understand what I'm trying to do. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not in the, in the business of, uh, collecting a check up front, motivating you and then moving on with my life. I, I mean, look. You know, that's what pastors do also. That's why a lot of people fall back from a business like this or something where they, where responsibility comes to play because somebody's going to check on you to see what you're doing. Somebody's going to try to, you know, they're going to look at your numbers. They're going to check it. So it's easier to, you know, I've seen people who quit. There's two things that people do. They either they go sell, they do sell insurance, or they go just sit in church seven days a week. Because people say, well, I just, you know, I was doing that business and it just took a, took a toll on me. And, and I was giving up, you know, giving my, the Lord's time away. And so I had to spend more time with the Lord. And, you know, you go into some of these big churches, if you sit in there, they're going to tell you, if you just come here every night and pay your tithes, the Lord going to take care of you. Ooh, wee, that's an easier way now. Especially before before COVID, yeah, some of the mega churches, you know, you could pop in there. I used to go to all of it. You know, they don't even know you're there. So, <laughs> so when you leave, you know, you feel good about yourself because you showed up, you know. But he ain't calling you tonight, that night, or she ain't calling you tonight. Say, okay, did you read these chapters in the Bible? Did you read? You know, now tell me what you got from it. Tell me how you you ain't getting that. You go home, you come back the next. It's oh, it's a lot easier that way. And you feel like you're serving, and you feel like the Lord gonna take care of you, and you feel like you're gonna get paid from because they tell you that if you show up every, come up every every night when the doors open, pay your tithes, the Lord got you. That ain't what we say here. <laughs> you show up and you make your calls and you do what you have to do and you follow up and it's gonna be some, you know, in a, we don't got you like that. You gotta get you. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just trying to give you some input on why, you know, I do the things and say the things and why I do these book clubs. Because I, I really want you to get it. Now, it's for selfish reasons, too. But, it, you know, some of it is not because there's a lot of people on these calls that's not a part of our team. It's so I don't get anything from that. But I'm just saying it's, it's – it, but a lot of it's for selfish reasons because this is what I do. So – I don't want you operating here like you do at church now. <laughs> I don't. I want you to go and do what you So I'm trying to give you all the barriers that you're going to run across. People are going to quit. As he said here, most people quit before the final payout, which is sad, he says, but that's life. He said, I was in a silver mine where the old miners had dug and dug for years and found only a trickle of silver here. 
in there. And when they finally quit digging, they were just 12 feet away from the multi-million dollar mother load. The modern owner of the mine was happy with that. He moved the diggings over a couple of yards, and so, and bingo, there it was. He says, I've always been keen on the philosophy of the ancient Mongols. What we learn from those guys, like it or not, is intention. When the lads set out to get get somewhere, they arrived. They didn't so much conquer the land. They rolled it up and took it with them. The moguls were brilliant organizers. In fact, their world order gave rise to our world order. What we learn from them is their ability to stick to the project, their ability to stick to the project, their ability to stick to the project. Watch this, no matter what. Now, that's our motto for this year, right, to be a no matter what person. No matter what, I'm going to do what I said I was going to do. If I'm going to do two calls a day, three calls a day, no matter what, I'm going to do it. If I'm going to read three pages a day from the book or five pages a day, no matter what, I'm going to do it. Now, in the no matter what process, guess what's going to happen? Your relative's going to get sick. Your dog's going to die. The job's going to start tripping. Your, your spouse's going to trip. You and your significant other, girlfriend or boyfriend, going to have it out. Your car going to break down. But we said no matter what, we're going to do what we said we're going to do. We're still going to make out two or three calls a day. We're still going to, you know, read out three or four pages a day. We're still going to see you got to be a no matter what person because these things are going to happen to you. I'm telling you that right now. And what the average person does and what most of you guys do on here is, Oh, Lord, i got to stop doing this now. i come back to it later on. My aunt is in the hospital, and i got to go sit up there with her, you know, and sit in the, the waiting room and pray. i got to do all that, and so I'll come back to this in two weeks. See, I'm telling you, your business and life doesn't work that way. Business doesn't care about, you know, I care whether your family member is sick. I care whether you're sick. But business doesn't care about that. Business says, what have you done for me lately? Give me the numbers. When you give me the numbers, I'll add it up for you. And if you hadn't done anything in two weeks or three weeks because your aunt's sick and the dog's sick and you're upset with the your, your business part, I mean your your relationship partner, you're upset with your spouse, you're, you're not doing anything. Business doesn't say, oh, okay, let me hold off on that. Well, the motivational speaker don't care because he's already collected his money. The pastor don't even know you, and if he does know you, he ain't got time to follow up with you to say, are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? No. See, that's why we're trying to create self-starters. Well, you'd understand that, that in order to be a self-starter, you got to understand that these things are going to happen. And you can't quit digging because things like this happen. But guess what? Most people do. See, that's when somebody says, well, Tony, you have to say that. Well, if I don't say it, (laughs) then when it starts happening to you, you're going to do what most people do. No, I'm not. Well, yes, you are. It's been proven. The numbers say it. You know, the numbers say it. And if you're not going to do it, guess what? If you're not going to quit, If you're not going to do those things, whatever I say on this call is not going to affect you regardless. Because you're giving me too much power if that's the case. If you're saying because I say those things, that'll make you. No, you can't. I'm just trying to give you a reality of what's going to happen and how you have to fight through everything. 
So you don't want to be like most. You don't want to be like most. You don't want to do that. He says, what we learn from them is their ability to stick to the project no matter what. They could ride in anguish and pain. Conditions were irrelevant to them. The intent was the only thing that mattered. Now, here's a challenge with this. What's the project? Stick to the project. Let's take our business. What's the project? This is where confusion comes in right here. Is the project the company that you're involved with to make money for your goals and dreams? Or is the project your goals and dreams? Think about it. Stick to the project. Is the project the company that you're involved with that's going to help make you the money to get your goals and dreams? Or is the project your goals and dreams? What most people get it twisted is, you know, their, their, their project is the company. So when somebody says stick to it, you know, um, it says here, stick to the project no matter what. You got people who are stuck with some companies and stop making money. The thing is dried up. They, 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 I'm going to stick to it. I'm going to stick to it. Because, see, we confuse on what the project. Now, if you're, the, well, it could be there. Your, your project could be to get a title in a company. That ain't never been my project. Now I would love to get it, and that's the goal. You know, you, that's the strategy that you work for to get to get to the bag, as y'all say, to get to the money. You have to get to those titles. But that ain't that ain't why I do it. I do it, you know, for the money, uh, you know, or to help people with you know with the teaching part. But it's not to get to a title or something, and it's not to for a company. If that was the case, I would still have been in the first company I was in when I first started 25 years ago. But I can promise you this. My mother couldn't tell you that in 25 years, everything she asked me for, I gave to her because, see, that was my project. And that's where we get it twisted at. We don't know what the project is. Now, let me say this, too. I could be wrong because... A lot of you guys' projects may be to get a title in a particular company, and you're going to die until you get it. Maybe that's your, that might be your project. I'm going to die, I'm going to sit over here, and I'm going to rot. I'm going to make sure I get a title in this company. Then if that's your project, then that's your project. I don't, I don't, but <laughs> that ain't mine. My, that ain't mine. There's a certain amount of things and money I'm getting so so that I can give to, to to my mom. That was my goal, been my goal forever, been my project. Or yours could have been to, you know, change your life financially. If that's the case, that should be your project, not to for a title. But again now, if you if you're going to get the money and you go and that's your strategy, you have to get these titles as you go along. That's how it works. But it shouldn't be about that. Y'all put a put a nine in the uh the comments. 
y'all get that. Y'all get. It. I hope some of y'all get it, man, because I swear I'm trying to give it to you. I'm trying to give it to you, as uh, the brat says. I'm trying to give it to you. I'm trying, I hope you're getting it, folks. It's a lot of stuff that I said to unpack now, but, you know, you got to listen to it again and again and again because what you thought I said, I might not have said. Once you hear it again, you know, you ever listen to, <laughs> like, some lyrics, like, man, I tell you, you can listen to a Jay-Z song, and it might be eight years later, you'd have heard the thing 8,000 times. You're like, oh, that's what he said. <laughs> God dang! I didn't, I didn't get it. I didn't get it the first eight years, the eight thousand times I listened to it. <laughs> now I got it. Some of y'all, I'm telling you, just in that one paragraph, I said a lot. Now I'm supposed to be moving on because it's already past the time. Um, he says here, so often we expect things in life to be cozy and guaranteed. Cozy and guaranteed. We demand that things happen in a certain format or in a predetermined way. Otherwise, we deem to have failed because it didn't happen that way. I have all the intentions in the world, but sometimes things arrive from a different direction. What you're looking to do within intent is to focus on the target and never let go. What's the target? Remember, what's the target? Is the target a title? Now, again, in order to get to the money, you have to get to the titles. But if that's the if that's the if that the, the 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 target, you got to ask yourself that. <clears throat> you know, my target was a certain amount of money to get. So that I can, you know, however I got it, that that was that, you know, that's, you know, you know how they say, put your dreams and goals on the board, put your vision out there, and look, put your your your, your vision board up. Now it's not your concern how it comes to you. It's just that you gotta see. It's not your concern. It's not your concern how you get it. That's the problem with most people. We put our vision board up. We think about our dreams and goals, and then we look at. What we're doing, and it seems it seems like it can't happen. But see, your goal is not to look at that. Your goal is to look at the vision and what you want, and you don't know how it's going to happen. But if you look at what you're doing and basing it on that, yeah, you're going to get discouraged because you're going to say, well, I don't want it's going to happen. Well, you don't know. Anything could happen. The goal is seeing yourself with that goal and that dream. The goal is to have the vision of being successful. The goal is to think about it every day, every day, every day. Now, it might happen in the process of what you're doing, or it might happen another way. But it ain't your job to figure out how it's going to happen. Your job and my job is to see ourselves winning in life. That's our job. That's our job. For real, that's it. 
All right, folks, that's it today with the book club. That's all she wrote. The pen and the pencil broke. Let me see here. Do I have any? Uh, let's see here. Okay. The target is freedom. Have to get the title to get to the money to get to the freedom. There you go. Well, here's the question. You got to Okay, the target is freedom. So you got to get to the title to get to the money to get to the freedom. That's the case. Now, here's the question. If the target is freedom and uh, the freedom is a certain amount of money, you've got to have whatever that freedom is that you want, it's a certain amount of money, and uh, I don't know, the company implodes or something happens and, you know, <laughs> like, I mean, everybody runs away. The company's going backwards 100 miles an hour. A person has to make a business decision and say, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> this title I'm trying to get to might not give me the freedom I want because the things have changed out here now. And that's what, and, and that's when most people don't have a sense of awareness with that. They don't have a, it's almost like they're trying to, you know, I was in a company, my first company, my second company, I'll put it this way. The first one was, you know, I got in for tax breaks. But my second company, um, I took off running in that company. And, I mean, in a year and a half, I was almost at the top, top position. I was like 400 customers away. You know, I had to have, the way that thing was set up, you had to have five different legs of people, and you had to have a certain amount of volume in each one. I had four, and the fifth one was there. But what I noticed was that the residual was going backwards then forward. And then I noticed some things about the compensation, and I noticed a lot of things, and I said, wait a minute. This ain't going to, this won't, uh-uh. This not, because I can see it. And now I made a business decision that was negative to most people because most folks didn't see it at the time. Matter of fact, when I made the business decision, I got crucified by folks. They did conference calls on me. They talked about me, and they, man, Tony lost his mind. And but I saw some things because I was grinding it out. I was like, oh, okay. And so, in order for me to get my freedom in the things, I had to move to another target, which I got criticized for. But then a year later, all of them, <laughs> all of them did it. <laughs> But in the process, I, you know, like, but there's some people still sitting over there. <laughs> Man, the bag been moved years ago. I got to get to that title. I got to get it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I got to get to that title. You got to realize that whatever your target is, you got to understand that. Now, how it's going to come, I don't know. You don't know. You know. <laughs> and there's something in the Bible where some a donkey, uh, a ass brought the money up or something, opened the mouth. Or, I know I'm messing that up. <laughs> but it's something like that where <laughs> you don't know how it's going to come. 
but you got to keep going for it. You know, got to keep shooting for the target and, the, you know, know what your target is. All right? All right, let's go. Now, this is Subway Day. I'm going to keep saying this to Subway call me up and say, man, I hear you out here, you know, promoting us. Like LeBron, LeBron, LeBron got a whole bigger base. He's a multi-millionaire, so I know he tried to get him a Taco Tuesday deal. That's all. Saturday <laughs> Taco Tuesday. He gonna he gonna get on one of those commercials and get paid for that. He keeps saying it. <laughs> my my base ain't nothing like that. <laughs> so y'all gotta call Subway. Say this man over here promoting y'all. But you go to Subway today, you can get a ten dollar meal, as they say. You can get it for $10. Now, somebody claimed in, in in Virginia that you can't get a meal for $10. That's interesting there. You know how you get your sandwich, and then you get to the ring, the counter, and they say, you want to make a meal out of that? And they get a little bitty small bag of chips and a soda. This person told me it's more than $10. I was like, wow. What kind of, what kind of as my father would say, what kind of sandwich? Did you get? What kind of sandwich did you get? But if it's more than $10, I understand. Maybe in Cali. I don't know. Maybe in California, whoever's in California, but in Virginia. Okay. She said she's going to send me a receipt. All right. Send me that receipt then. Don't don't throw the oatmeal cookie in there because that's not a part of the, You can't put no cookie in there. That's not part of the meal. The meal is the bag of chips and the soda. I want to see that receipt. Send it to me. Then I'm going to have a public apology on the air for you. <laughs> I got to see what kind of sandwich you get. You know a cookie is always the meal. Huh? Yeah, I'm putting no cookie in the meal. I think it's just the chips and the soda. Well, I guess I hadn't gotten the meal, so I take that back. Then I could be wrong. If the cookie is in the meal, too, then it may be over ten dollars. I didn't know they put the cookie in there because you know, I always say no. I don't want. I don't want this meal because I, I don't consider it a meal anyway. <laughs> you want to make a meal out of that? Now you want to get some more money out of me. That's what they say. <laughs> get some more money. How much more money you got in your pocket? Let me get that. All right, but <laughs> the way we do this today, you know, you ten dollars for every song that you get, and I'm gonna cash app it to you. So I got, let me see how many songs I got today. You got to tell me the name of the song I got. Let me go to here. I got, let me see. How many songs I got? One, two, three, four, five, six. I think it's six. As I go along, it might be just five, but I could have counted one. So you got to give me the name of the song, and I'm not going to give you all day. If you can't get it. I'm going to move on, but I'm going to give you a little time to get it. All right, so I'm going to give you the name of the song. you got to give me the name of the song and uh, the name of the artist. All right, now please don't give me the hook on the song because that's what y'all do. All right, let me tell you about this one song here. This guy, now, Royce, you can't participate if you're on the call today because I already told Royce this story. We was having this conversation one day. And uh, this guy I actually uh, met uh, in the airport, like 6 o'clock in the morning one time. I think it was in Dallas Airport or it was Houston's airport, one of them. It was early, it was an early flight. And, um, 
I didn't know how short this guy was. Some of y'all probably know who he is anyway. But he was by himself. You know, most of these guys, you know, they travel in, 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 you know, in packs. They got their squad with them. They got their crew with them. But he was by himself. When I looked over, I looked at it twice. I was like, ain't you, uh, he's like, yeah. So, so it was funny, though, because, you know, I had that, um, what's that service you have? I, I ain't using it so long where, uh. You can just get up in line and you go right through. Um, it's two different ones. I had the what's the one you put your fingerprint on and you just go right through. Uh, dang, what it's called? That's a shame. So that means that you know I hadn't been flying a long time, but I you know you go up to it clear. There you go. Thank you, Renee. Clear. So I, you know I have clear and and, um, and the guy you know how clear walk through the airport. And they try to sell you on the clear service. And this dude didn't know what clear was, and he was trying to sell him on clear. It was a it was a young white dude, because the dude was you know the young white guy knew who he was, and he was just enamored that this was guy was in the airport you know by himself too. He was trying to sell him on clear because this dude didn't have clear. He was waiting in line. So he I mean I'm talking about this is a hip hop guy that a lot of young people know. Some of y'all he was waiting in line. <laughs> so when they opened up the clear. Because the clear had been open, I walked right past him and went, you know, and went through. But I, I noticed that the guy was trying to talk to him about getting clear, and he wasn't feeling it. He didn't understand what this guy was saying, and he thought the guy was trying to hustle him. And I saw him getting loud, you know, as I was going through clear. He was getting loud with the guy, and and I, I remember after I checked in and went through it, I saw the guy later walking through the airport. He said, "Yeah, man, he he didn't understand what I was saying." I said, "Yeah, he was getting, he was about to get ferocious with you." He said, I know, because he, he, he's like, you ain't going to con me, he was, you know, pretty much like that. So he didn't understand the guy was selling him the clear service. Um, but uh, so I just wanted to say that. <laughs> so, I just want to tell you all that. That's a good story, though, good story. So you got to tell him the name of this uh, this guy and the name of his song. I hope this is a clean version, too. All right, here we go. Yeah. Everybody's like bad. You ain't gonna like me. I be getting to the money. Kim on top of her today. Kim on top. She got her one. She got her one meal. Kim is the one who says she can't get a meal for ten dollars in that area.
If it ain't go to meal, the whip, I don't want it, but to make it stick to the stomach, I'll be getting to the money. Everybody, Everybody man. man. <laughs> I think I'm getting too much money. To the body. Everybody, man. Everybody, man. All right, everybody mad. But that's the name of the song, Everybody Mad. And uh, the guy's name is O.T. Genesis. O.T. Genesis. I be getting to the money. <laughs> everybody mad. <laughs> All right, so Kim got 10. Let's see here. Uh, All right, here we go. Name of the, the artist and the name of the song. Thank you. 
right, so that's Post Malone, Sunflower. Y'all don't know nothing about the Post. Y'all don't know nothing about the Post. All right, so we got Faith there. That was three songs, right? So we got, they got three more. All right, here we go. This should be a good, this should be easy one. This is one of my favorites here.
lovers to the bar, it's where I go Me and my friends sat at the table doing shots, drinking fast and then we talk slow And you come over and start up a conversation with just me And trust me, I'll give it a chance now Take my hands up, and then we start to dance I'm singing like, girl, you know I want your love Your love was handmade for somebody like me Come on now, follow my lead I may be crazy, don't mind me Say, boy, let's not talk too much Grab on my waist and put that body on me Come on now, follow my lead Come, come on now, follow my lead mm-hmm. oh, I'm in love with the shape of you We push and pull like a magnet do Although my heart will I'm in love with your body And that's you were in my room And now my bed sheets smell like you Every day discovering something brand new Well, I'm in love with your body Tell you I'm in love with your shape You said the mother brothers couldn't really juggle your weight And you were shy in the beginning, used to cover your face Got that sweet, sweet love and I'm a sucker for cake I know, girl, you got a body they will kill for Love you through whatever, who you trying to sip a meal for Got your... <laughs> Alright, that's not Shaggy, Renee <laughs> Wasn't me <laughs> Wasn't me <laughs> Now, that's, uh, Faith got that one but Faith, you're going to get a phone call. We're going to, we're going to, I'm going to have to cross-examine you here. We're going to, we're going to have a, you got to take, uh, take an oath. Yeah, I got to ask you a few questions. But, all right, so Faith got that one. Okay, here's the last one. All right. Last song. But that, oh, I'm sorry. That's, uh, um, now, I don't know how to pronounce his name, Kim. Ed Sharan or something. Ed is S-H-E-E-R-A-N. And the shape of you is the name of the song, I know that. But <laughs> Sheeran. <laughs> you already blasted, man. <laughs> All right, uh here's the last song. I'm gonna blast y'all out too if you get this one, because most of y'all don't be most of y'all ain't sitting around listening to this dude. You know, I'm just telling y'all. Most of y'all not. That's why I picked it out. But if y'all come up with this one, <laughs> I know something going on. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna have to call Lisa and say, <laughs> Lisa, you right. They, they, uh, <laughs> so, all right, name the song. This is the last song too. All right, and the artist. This is my dude here though.
you what you love and don't ever wonder what it could be. Everybody from my hood, everybody know I'm good. Sometimes I'm misunderstood, but that's just an uneducated that never relates. Now, Kim got that, but um, we're going to have to go on the O for Kim, too. I'm calling her after the call, too, because y'all ain't sitting around listening to this dude, because this is my guy. I ain't never heard anybody talk about it, never mention him. Now, all of a sudden, you know the song. <laughs> like, I'm about to call Lisa on y'all, man, I swear, because ain't nobody. Uh-uh. But, you know, I'm going to give it to you. I'm going to give you some credit on that. Ain't nobody sitting around listening to this dude, except me. <laughs> I know that, so. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to, y'all both got to hold your hand in the air today and put the Bible right there. All right, but <laughs> this is the last song, but the name of the song is called, let me see, make sure you got it right. I don't care what you're saying. Make sure, hold on. I got you today, Royce, okay. Oh, Kim, you ain't getting an answer yet. That ain't the name of the song, see? That ain't the name of the song. Now, don't go looking. It feel like I'm faded, it feel like I'm faded, I'm right on my mind, Mama don't love me, daddy don't love me, wonder why I drown in the bubbly, you could be anything you want to be, set the person you don't want to be, let them hate, let them love, wondering if ever, but it's still like gifts up above, when that push kind of shove, made me want to pull up with the, with the cat and the glove, like, I just want to be free, not a slave to the stereotype, all alone in my room in the middle of the night, I don't have to work for my stereo mic. I don't want to be black, I don't want to be white, I just want to be a man today. I don't want to be a Christian, Muslim, gay, trader, bi, figurator, bi. Now perceived by the things I believe, by the color of my skin, and the fact I'm attracted to her, maybe him, and the fact I'm a single mother living all alone, looking for a man in a home to call my own. But I already have one, the only man I'ma ever need is my son, my son, my son, my son, son. Hey, black is beautiful, black is beautiful. Be black and proud, be black and proud. Fuck everybody hating on me right now, I'm black and proud, black and proud. I'm just as white as that Mona Lisa, I'm just as black as I'm biracial, so bar for me, sure. black Jesus, not called a preacher. Maybe Jesus was black. Maybe Jesus had dread. Spider-Man should be black. I vote for Y'all ain't get it. So, Kim, you ain't got to take an oath because you just said the name. But the name, of the, the name of the rap is Logic. It's a white dude, man, named Logic. But the name of the song is called Black Spider-Man. Logic is, the, I mean, Logic is a bad dude, man. I'm telling you, you listen to some of Logic music. L-O-G-I-C, Logic. Called Black Spider Man. Check it out. Let it play all we out.
What's up, bro? Spider-Man should be black. Yeah, I mean, Spider-Man should be black. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Yeah, man. Black Spider-Man. Black Superman. Black Santa Claus. Shit. Black Seinfeld. Black Seinfeld? Nigga, that's Barney. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you're right. Shit, I'm fucking high.